In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. Two men are stranded on a desert island. One man is pacing back and forth on the beach, very worried, while the other man stretches out and starts suntanning himself. The one man says to the other, aren't you afraid? We could die on this island. No, said the second man. I have complete confidence. I make $100,000 every week, and every week <clears throat> I tithe 10% to my church. My pastor will find me. <laughs> so we're going to talk about tithing today. And you might think, uh, uh, why tithing in these, um, in these times, right? These difficult uh, times when it seems that, um, you know, security is really failing us. Uh, political difficulty, um, financial, economic uncertainty. Uh, it seems that this is not the time to be talking about tithing, right? Giving money away. But actually, this is precisely the time to speak about tithing. Precisely when we see the material things of this world failing to provide security, failing us. And so now more than ever is the time to think, this is when I give over uh, my security to God. This is when I place my trust, uh, not in money or in wealth or in politics or politicians or systems, but in God. <clears throat> uh, now, tithing. Tithing is, uh, should be considered something uh, akin to penance and fasting. It is something we take, it's a corporeal reality, a physical thing, but we use it to accrue a spiritual benefit. Uh, fasting, I forego. Uh, physical, I give away uh, food, right? Uh, prayer, I give away my time. A penance, I give away my comfort. And all of these things produce a spiritual benefit in return. And tithing is the same way. I give away something which has substance, something of value, money, a thing, and I receive a spiritual treasure in return. That's a good trade. It's a very good trade. And especially in uncertain times. Right? Uh, tithing, when, as I mentioned, things are not going well, is a statement of uh, proof that I trust God and not money. <clears throat> Uh, tithing is a way of inviting God into our financial or economic situation. And for this reason, it increases peace. Uh, we would think that for those who are worried about what's going to happen, if you give away the little bit of security you have, you're going to increase your worry. It's the opposite. And anybody with any experience uh, knows this, that it is precisely those who have the most wealth, the most uh, security, the most possessions, those are the ones often the most worried because they have the most to lose. Whereas when we practice giving it away, every time I give away a little bit, a little piece of my income, a little piece of my uh, uh, safety, it's an implicit statement that I trust God. God will take care of me, not my things, not my possessions, not my paycheck, not my bank account. God takes care of me. Every single time we tithe, that's the statement that we're making. That's why people who, who give away what they have their peace increases, their confidence increases.
And really, this, this uh, uh, thing of tithing, it does, the amount doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is the spirit in which it's given. And this is the purpose of uh, Mark uh, chapter 12, verse 41, the widow's might. Those who give great amounts uh, of wealth do not get the, the most graces in return. It's that widow who gave a small amount, but it was all she had, and it was given with great love and great faith. Uh, that's the spiritual benefit that accrues to us, right? not the amount. And tithing uh, is actually not just a recommendation, and it's not just practical, like, okay, the church needs money, we have to keep the lights on and the doors open. Uh, we get that, but tithing is a precept. Uh, there are six precepts of the church, and tithing is one of them. Now think about this, I'm going to list those six precepts, and I want you to think about which one of these is optional. And I'll give you a hint, none of them are, but, but which ones do we think? If we think any of these are like, oh, I can do that or not, there's no option. These must be done. Attend Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation. Confess our sins at least once per year. Receive Holy Communion during the Easter season. Fast and abstain on the days appointed by the Church. Observe the laws of the Church concerning marriage. Contribute to the support of the Church. None of those are optional. However, uh, just as with attending Mass on Sundays and Holy Days, there are exceptions. Right? If you're sick, if you can't make it, whatever the case may be, dispensation uh, or, or rather the obligation is lifted. Fasting on Fridays and Holy Days, if, if you're uh, sick or uh, again a certain age, the obligation is lifted. Contributing to the support of the church. If we are financially unable, we can give time, we can give prayer, we can give talent. Uh, that is, I would say, uh, that's the um, uh, principle we should keep in mind. It doesn't have to be 10% of our income or even anything monetarily at all. But it has to be some kind of treasure. Time is valuable. Effort has value. Now, children, this is something, too, that, that we should teach our children to do. In fact, I would, I would encourage parents, if your children are not getting an allowance, uh, even if they're small, give them something, a quarter, right, 50 cents a week, so that you can say, now remember, you have to give back to God. Have him drop a dime in the little basket, and now your child will be getting graces because he's tithing. He's giving back to God, and he realizes God is always first, even in matters of money. Uh, tithing should be something, uh, part of our everyday prayer life. Just as you teach your children to pray, uh, as soon as they're able, they should be reading the Bible, and as soon as they start receiving any kind of money, they're, they're taught to tithe. Right, those are, those are uh, essential things to do for children. Uh, now, how much? How much tithing do we give out of our, our uh, sustenance? Tithe comes from the Old English word meaning one-tenth. And that comes from the Old Testament when the Israelites would give 10% of their resources to the Levitical priesthood. Um, <clears throat> and this is 10% after taxes. The, the church asks you, the government robs you. So after you've been robbed by the government, they've taken what they're going to take. What you have left, that's what you calculate 10% from, and then everything else follows. And this, this, is, it, it, this is really um, how we should approach tithing, is that we go back to the Old Testament, Genesis chapter 4, uh, Cain and Abel, their first argument was over tithing. And Abel, uh, Cain, gave uh, of his um, fruits, of his uh, crops to the Lord, 
But God was not pleased because Abel gave the first fruits to the Lord. Abel gave the fat portions, the fatlings of his flock. He gave the best. Cain gave God what was left over. And that was the start of the anger, the rivalry between the two. In that Cain didn't want Abel to be better than he was. But Abel loved God more. And so for us, where does tithing come in our budget? Is it at the bottom? Do we give God what is left over? Or do we give God from the top? Now this, I tell you, giving God from the, 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 uh, the first 10% of your take-home income will make you happier and allow you to live more simply. Because then you won't have. If I give 10%, we can't afford rent. Right. And you move to a more affordable neighborhood, you have a smaller house, fewer things, and you're happier. Your car payments are less, the food budget is less. Uh, tithing, giving God from the top, uh, keeps us uh, temperate in terms of what we buy for food, uh, keeps us frugal, uh, keeps us simple, and again, it helps us to remember God is in control, not us. We rely on God. Uh, tremendous amount of benefits uh, that accrue from tithing. Now where, right? So, okay, I'm going to give 10%, say if that's the amount. Uh, how do you apportion that? Or what, what, do I just 10% like lump sum? Where does it go? Uh, it is good to fulfill the dictates of piety, so we give to those organizations above us. So we give 5% to our parish, right? Keep, keep things running. 1% to the diocese. Without the diocese, we wouldn't have baptisms, we wouldn't have marriages, we wouldn't have pastors. Keep the diocese running. 1% uh, to the fraternity of St. Peter, right? Were it not for the fraternity, Father Jackson, myself, Father Kluge, we, 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 would, we wouldn't be here. You'd have diocesan priests or, you know, God forbid, SSPX, right? Our, our evil twins. You know, and we're theirs. We're theirs, right? We're, we're evil twins of each other. Right? Nothing but love. 5% to your parish, 1% to the diocese, 1% to the fraternity, and then 3% to whatever, whatever other charity um, you may be out there, right? Feed the children, the Samaritan house, uh, whatever it may be, right? Our building fund, right? building a new hall. Um, and giving 10%, we really, we should, be, we should be thinking, I'm giving 10% now because one day God's going to ask 100%. It is 100% certain we are going to die and nothing comes with us. We give it all away. And even before that, right, uh, persecutions. We're called as Catholics to be willing to give our lives, our very lives for Christ. If I can't give 100%, or rather, if I can't give 10%, how can I give 100%? How can I give everything if, under, under persecution? Now, don't worry about the use. A lot of people, um, they might think, well, I, I want to see that my money is used well. And that's good, right? There's a lot of organizations that are not using money for good purposes. Uh, don't, don't give to those. But that doesn't mean that you don't give anything. Find a place where you can give 10% and give to it. Uh, if you don't trust the church, you don't trust the diocese, you don't trust you know, this parish, okay, that's fine. But give money away for your sake. You gain graces by giving money. So give it somewhere. And that is also the testament, uh, the proof when I am able to tithe, when I am able to give money away, uh, that proves that I own my money and not the other way around. A very important lesson. And as I mentioned, uh, whether sooner or later, uh, God is going to ask us for 100% of what we have. He is going to ask our life at the moment of our death. And then that will be, at, at when we see on the other side, everything we did, 
uh, all of our words, all of our actions, all the money I earned, all the money I spent, we're going to see what went to what, what was spent selfishly, what was spent well, and what was spent on God. And what we gave in tithing, we're going to say, that is the best money I ever spent, all the money I gave in tithing. And I would encourage you all uh, to look at tithing not as losing money, definitely not, not even as giving money away, but as an investment. Uh, tithing in this life is an investment in the next life. Uh, and that's very much worth having. We're going to see that on the other side. This is the money I gave to God. So put him first, right? If you haven't been tithing up till now, uh, start. Um, don't worry, again, we're not like the government. We don't charge back tithing. So just be begin from this point forward. Uh, but put it first, right? Put God first in your budget, and it, it's got to come from the heart, right? You don't feel constrained, like I have to do this. You have to give something, but the amount, it, it depends on your devotion. Uh, if you can't do 10%, work up to it, work up to some amount, uh, but really stop and think, right? Have I, have I invited God into my finances? Have I invited God into my planning for retirement, for peace of mind, uh, for emergencies? Do that. Right? Invite God into that, he will always take care of you. Uh, if we put God first, he'll never let us down. Everything else will fall into place. Uh, so please do that. Tithing should be part of a regular daily prayers along with uh, um, uh, confession, uh, con um, Holy Communion, all these other actions we do, fasting, make tithing a part of it. Uh, we're going to have a fuller, richer spiritual life. God bless you all. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.